Welcome to the podcast, Thy Neighbor, with your host, Jonathan Lay. We are recording today, and we're talking about medication as drugs, the classifications of psycho- psych- psychotropic medications, along with uh, other drugs. Wow. Has this podcast changed? Not really. We just are missing our co-hosts today. That's okay, though. Alex will be back with us soon enough. And so let's begin. Let's talk about the first most common one that everyone may have taken before. Not everyone, but a lot of people have taken before, like antidepressants, SSRIs, for example, Zoloft, Sertraline, or Prozac. This is probably the most popular and well-known, well-known uh, antidepressant. And yeah, so antidepressants work to re- keep all of your serotonin receptors and neurotransmitters of serotonin in, within itself. And, and so if you are feeling depressed, your psychiatrist might just prescribe you or your psychologist, depending on what state you live in, can prescribe medications as well. Like Arizona psychologists, I believe, can prescribe medications to you if need be. And so antidepressants work to keep those serotonin receptors inside your brain and keep you happy, right? Yeah, sometimes. It doesn't always work that way, but if you take an antidepressant for long enough, you will feel a little bit better over time. Some, everyone's different though. So for example, my experience with Lexapro, I became very suicidal the very first day I took it. So... Um, there you go. And I don't, I'm not prescribed any antidepressants now because I'm bipolar one. And actually, if you t- prescribe people with bipolar one mania antidepressants, they can become more uh, manic, which makes sense to me now because if you're keeping more serotonin receptors inside your brain, or serotonin, I should say, not receptors, serotonin inside your brain. You are going to feel happy and that sensation is going to feel like mania to you. That high is going to feel like mania to you and therefore you're going to do stupid shit. But not all antidepressants are outlawed or not used in conjunction with bipolar medications like mood stabilizers like lithium and uh, Depakote and stuff like that. Um, but let's move on. I, I, antidepressants, everyone knows what the fuck they are. SSRIs, SNRIs, or whatever the fuck they are. So who cares? Let's go on to anti-anxiety medications. Yes, anti-anxiety medications are what you commonly know as Xanax, Alprazolam, or Alprazolam. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but that's just the, the generic name, I believe, is... Xanax, and then the scientific name is Alprazolam, and then clonazepam and clonopin, which is a longer-acting anti-anxiety med. It's basically a Xanax 
ER, extended release. Uh, <clears throat> Xanax is for short-term short fixes. Like if you need to take, if you're nervous before a speech, take a Xanax. If you, I'm not saying get barred out by any means, getting like, just like a little football pill. And then another common one is Ativan, which they prescribe in medic, they prescribe in hospitals all the time. And most patients in hospitals abuse it <laughs> because that's the only drug they can get. But it's pretty funny. Ativan is like, it's like Xanax, but it's even, it's more, it's not likely to be abused as much as Xanax, but it still can be used into, used in extreme settings where you are in a hospital and you need to relieve yourself of all the anxiety and worries that you have. Advan's great. I really, I have it as a PRN, as, so I can get it as needed, but I don't need it, so I don't really take it um, there. And then uh, let's go on to mood stabilizers. Probably my favorite one, because why? Because I'm bipolar one, bitch. Just kidding. Anyways, um, mood stabilizers regulate your mood. Simple as that. There's no highs and lows. It kind of keeps you stable throughout. There, there's side effects to them where there can be a like slight hand tremor or, you know, um, weight gain, weight gain for Depakote. Those are the only two mood stabilizers I'm aware of. Than I've taken myself too. Um, I think Depakote's a great drug for mood stabilization as well as lithium, but I would highly recommend if you are bipolar one, bipolar two, to talk to your doctor about lithium or Depakote or other drugs like Lamigdol, um, Gabapentin, things like that. And then there are there are a bunch of drugs like anti-convulsant, convulsant, convulsant, anti-convulsant. I don't know anti-convulsants, whatever. And there's you know antipsychotic medication. Yes, it says antipsychotic doesn't mean you're psychotic necessarily, but you can have psychotic thoughts and behavior patterns that don't really make sense. And these drugs will kind of stop that. I mean. If you take Seroquel, for example, you're going to go to sleep in within seconds or you're going to feel drowsy and drunk and you're going to fall asleep within seconds. And then there's also a uh, Haldol, which is an old classic drug that's been used since, since psychology became a thing and psychiatry became a thing. But it's for me, it's not really helpful. Haldol is kind of makes me feel cracky. And I don't like it, so I don't use Haldol. There's also Abilify. Abilify comes in a pill as well as a shot monthly injection where you can take it one time and feel the effects throughout the month. Um, there's also Cybrexa and all these antipsychotic medications are great for making you not psychotic, but they're also terrible for weight gain. So if you take these medications, I suggest that you also work out, exercise, drink a lot of water to kind of nullify that uh, 
um, weight gain and still have, and plus exercise and exercise and socialization and things like that are perfect, are great, are very beneficial if you want to feel better by itself without medication sometimes even. But in conjunction with medications, if you have a mental illness, I suggest that you do uh, both. Do both of them. And then, um, yeah, that's about it. That I mean, antidepressants, antipsychotics, anti-anxieties, mood stabilizers. Those are the ones I'm going to cover today. And I, um, I've covered most of them. I just, I'm not really familiar with all the k you know, all these new bipolar medications that are coming out. And I suspect that Big Pharma actually has an eye on most of these drugs. And I don't know if they're pushing them for the right reasons a lot of times. So it, it's just a skepticism about Big Pharma in general. And then, oh yeah, we should talk about painkillers because they can work to also alleviate pain, of course. Um, you know, any opiate, like morphine is probably the strongest that you can get through an IV most of the times when you're hurt in the hospital or heroin, heroin. If you want to do heroin, I don't suggest doing it because, um, very dangerous, but I heard it makes you happy, makes you feel euphoric, makes you feel calm. Um, I rather just smoke opium. If I had a chance to grow my own opium and smoke it like a real Chinese motherfucker. And then, um, what else is there? Oh yeah, there's a uh, Norco, Vicodin, those pills, and there's also fentanyl. Fentanyl's very dangerous. It's stronger than all those drugs, and it's probably the drug that's been abused the most recently. When I was at the methadone clinic working in Hawaii, a lot of our clients would be on fentanyl or heroin and or methamphetamine. So they would get their methadone, sell it on the street. And then get more meth or get more whatever drug they wanted. So GHP, for example, maybe. So, yeah, this is my podcast on medication as drugs. I hope you enjoyed it. Pleasure being with you guys today. Steez out.